Hello and welcome to another edition of the Gobeski Wallace Report. I'm Adam Gobeski. And I'm Charlie Wallace. Today we have two cozy, well-heated guests with us. We've got Paul Wilcox. Uh, warm and toasty to be here. And Doug Gobeski. I might have to crack a window even. Because <laughs> of the heat. <laughs> yes. I'm dead serious, by the way. Oh, okay. Well, go for it. <laughs> you're on you're on well not the, right now Steve. you'll just get a bunch of traffic noise <laughs> i had that intro because i was dealing with more furnace problems that could be a whole nobody segment. cares i know charlie delays the podcast because of the furnace it was an actual furnace problem this time what does that mean that was the a, on switch was it's a limit switch i i hit it with a screwdriver and it started working you had too much heat you had reached your limit yeah uh, that could potentially be the issue, but we'll troubleshoot in the morning. So did you have a cool limit break animation? Oh. <laughs> no, he just illegally defeated the paywall. <laughs> yeah, you just lost your like uh, surge pricing discount or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so at what point did you discover you had a furnace problem? It was about a half hour before the podcast started. I mean, the fan was blowing, but no heat was coming out, which is a problem we had yesterday. And we called someone in who replaced the part that seemed to fix it. And then we had the same problem again just now. Well, yeah, you didn't put money into the (laughs) the dollar bill. uh, (laughs) Yeah, did you you hire Ubic to do your HVAC maintenance, Charlie? (laughs) Just leave a credit card in the slot. (laughs) <laughs> so it continually <laughs> reads. Okay, we've upgraded your furnace. It should work a lot better now. So it's fixed? Well, no, it just has tap to pay now. So it's a little bit faster. <laughs> Look, you just get one of those drinking birds. You hook the card up to it. <laughs> it just keeps repeatedly tapping. So happy new year. Happy new year. Happy new year. Do you all happy have new an year. enjoyable new year? Eve slash day. Mm, yeah. <laughs> you? Mm. No, it's pretty chill. Just hung out, had a good time, spent some time with family. But the reason I ask is I'm going to be Charlie. And say that the New Year's bad and we want the old year back. <laughs> is that how you feel? <laughs> no, I don't know. I'm, I'm not trying to think about how I feel. I'm trying to think about how you think I feel. <laughs> so i want you to cast your mind back to 2022 okay a year of transition a year of hope maybe despair a year of mild indifference was it the year that we uh went from being completely in despair because of the pandemic to pretending like we didn't have one (laughs) i think that was 2022 yeah 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 but it was also a year in which I bought a bottle of Welch's sparkling white grape juice for oh, New yeah. Year's and then forgot I had it. Hmm. There's a bit more to that story. Oh, okay. That's the basic version. Oh, which means you have it now. So I do. This is why I'm being Charlie. So 2023 rolled around, the end of 2023, I should say. And I said to my wife, Brianne, you know, I have that bottle of Welch's sparkling white grape juice I never opened in the fridge. And she said, you are not serving that to our guests. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, it's not technically expired yet. And she said, I don't care. Aww. So consequently, here in 2024, it is January 9th as we record this, I have a sealed bottle, 750 milliliters of Welch's sparkling non-alcoholic white grape juice that expires, or sorry, best by February 3rd, 2024 oh Oh, you got so long so let's see how it is see i was hoping he was gonna tell us that it was so expired uh and had become so fermented that when he popped the top it blew a hole straight through his roof (laughs) that could still happen also remember that time when i point uh, away from face remember that time when uh somebody i don't think we ever quite established who bought pepsi throwback in glass bottles put it in my fridge and then forgot about it and then i forgot about it until we moved out and then i it was super expired and i drank it and it was fine (laughs) can't remember if we told that story on the podcast wow this is hard to open this does not want to open oh there it goes now i will say i'm a little jealous and here's why my story is that it was New Year's Eve, and I went to the grocery 2022? store. 2023. 
And I went to the grocery store with my son in tow, and we're doing just fine. But there's only one thing we needed is that Celeste wanted to drink something special, too. So we're going to get some sparkling grape juice, right? Should be easy to find, right? No, not in Hy-Vee. It is not. I looked up and down the juice aisles multiple times. Nothing. I looked on the end caps. I looked for the end caps. I looked at the end caps. Nothing. Nothing. And so I asked somebody and they said, go talk. There's a separate alcohol section. And they said, go talk with the person who works there because I have a separate register. I waited in line because it was New Year's Eve. I asked that person and they looked at me disgusted and was like, no, we don't have that. (laughs) I'm like, nowhere? (laughs) And they're like, no, we don't. And at that point, my son was, he's one and a half. And so he'd had enough of the store. And I was like, I've had enough of the store. I've been here for like 45 minutes. And we went, we checked everything out. And I looked behind me and the person behind me only had one item. (laughs) And it was that? It was that. You were like, where where did you get that? I was about to ask that, but she was playing YouTube videos or maybe TikTok videos really, really loud on her phone without headphones. (laughs) And I was like, I'm, I'm done. You're a coward. That's I'm ready for this story to be over. <laughs> All right. So here we go. I'm going to taste it. That is I'm drinking straight from the bottle. Oh, like a ooh. civilized person. Oh, geez. That's probably not the recommended way to do it. I mean, carbonation wise. Blast your sinuses. Honestly, it tastes, it tastes fine. We should have waited another year. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, seal it back up. It's too late. It's been broken. I have to get another bottle for the future. The backwash will help it ferment. You just got to leave it out. You, it, wait till it's vinegar, though. <laughs> I think we have wine from our wedding still. That's probably is vinegar. <laughs> well, here's to a uh, honestly, it's fine. New year. <laughs> For 2024. That would be great. Yeah. If we got the yeah. end of the year, it's like, that was fine. <laughs> it was fine. And it's not going to get worse next year. <laughs> <laughs> Should I do this uh, Gobeski chocolates report now? Oh, yeah, sure. I got a Kit Kat chocolate frosted donut flavor. You sent a photo of that. I forgot all about it because it was like months ago, I feel like. Yeah, I think it was like a month and a half ago. So let's see what it is. So we got kind of a tan from the back and a nice dark brown from the front because, you know, you got the the glazed donut with the chocolate frosting. Break a finger off here. Oh wow, that smells very um, donuty, donorific. Yes, it uh, it basically smells like a coffee shop slash donut shop. Donor kebab rific. <laughs> That's, <what I> <laughs> <laughs> That's not how you want candy. <laughs> Honestly, not bad. I mean, it's. It basically does a good job of being exactly what it purports to be. I don't know that that's something that I was dying to try out, but I think they did as well as uh, as well as you could at the execution. So better or you worse would like, than a regular Kit Kat? You have a regular Kit Kat and you have the chocolate donut Kit Kat in front of you. Which one do you choose? Kit Kat. All right. <laughs> Same question. The Mint Duo Kit Kat. Mint Duo. Oh yeah. Correct. Agreed. Uh, the Mocha Duo is almost as good as the mint one and the strawberry chocolate one is a little bit less than that but still better than regular what about that birthday cake one they made a long time ago i think you can still get that sometimes that one was just too sweet so you go donut over birthday cake yeah slightly i did that one year it was pretty good that was when there was a crispy cream nearby before they put a sign up that said we've moved an hour away come visit us in glendale <laughs> <laughs> That would probably be fine when you get home. <laughs> there is a closer Krispy Kreme than that one. That was clearly like the franchisee <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> All right, Charlie, you know what I want. Yeah, you want to talk about Christmas gifts. Christmas gifts. Counting of the gifts. All right. <laughs> I guess we got a theme song now. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to go first? What do we have? What did you, what did you, what did you, what did you, what did you gonna get? What did I gonna get? (laughs) (laughs) Why don't you kick us off, Charlie? Since you got nothing, because you don't believe in gift giving. (laughs) (laughs) I believe in gift receiving. (laughs) You're not speaking my love language, Charlie. I need you to speak my love language. What's your love language? Uh, We need content, so 
compliments. Compliments? Yeah. Why the f- are we still friends? <laughs> I don't know. I was just going to say. Uh, oof. <laughs> My friendship language is... Uh, Abuse. Yes. <laughs> He's a Midwesterner. Gentle to rough ribbing. <laughs> to can't tell the difference between ribbing and outright anger. <laughs> <laughs> Works out well for me. If you never know you've been insulted, you haven't, right? All right. So we'll start out with the things I think you'll like to hear about less. Which, yes. <laughs> running clothes. <laughs> Again? Yeah. You, you just burn through this stuff? You just, you're just chafing through it so nope. much, just wearing out the crotch from all the running? <laughs> yep, there's like holes in the thighs. <laughs> this is what I'm believing right now. Yeah. <laughs> or they, they just stink because you don't wash them. And Cars like, I'll just buy you new ones well, at this point. Those are unsalvageable. <laughs> Cars' parents definitely make the joke that, like, it wouldn't be Christmas unless we gave Charlie some <laughs> running clothes. Oh, are those you the know, golf balls for you? Yeah. Are those your yeah. version of a tie and golf balls? With <laughs> 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 your care kit. <laughs> your very expensive version. <laughs> My dad, on his Christmas list, made sure to put, like, he wanted golf balls, but he says, you don't have to get me expensive golf balls because they're just going in the water anyway, which is definitely, <laughs> he probably thought the golf balls I got him were too expensive last time. <laughs> he felt embarrassed or something. <laughs> I'm like, no, you can right. get those. You can get a bucket of them for like a dollar. I know. It's true. It's just like a thing you get. You just go to the driving range. <laughs> 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 the guy out there with the bright yellow, one, the multicolored, you know. <laughs> I wasn't expecting this. I got a, it's like a, a cordless drill, but it's like a handheld one. It kind of looks like a screwdriver, but it's a power drill. I don't know. Just I never even considered a drummel that. again. It's like a drum, but no, but it's a drill. It's like a screwdriver. Didn't you, I feel like you got this once before. I've gotten a Dremel before, so you're not so it's wrong. It's like a Dremel, but slower. <laughs> and it has bits that you can put on the end for screws. Doesn't a Dremel have that technically? Maybe I don't know. It should. I never. I never considered that. But that's not. No, I don't think my Dremel has it. <laughs> anyway, slip on shoes. You're gonna answer Paul's question. Or Which you're just is what? Ignore it. Which is what? Oh, we Is this what you hit the furnace with? <laughs> for your percussive maintenance. <laughs> it was a gentle tap with the back end of a, a regular traditional screwdriver. So I'll consider that for next time. Uh, I got slip-on shoes. Like house slippers? No, they're just like, I wear them, take out the trash and stuff. They're not slippers. They're just like loafers or whatever. Yeah. Crocs? No. And it just has the nice thing in the back so that you don't ruin the back of the shoe when you just put your foot in it. Did you get We Have Crocs at Home? Did I get We Have (laughs) Crocs at Home? (laughs) Are Crocs the We Have Crocs at Home of Crocs? I'm sure there's a dollar store version. <laughs> I feel like we lost Charlie there. <laughs> Are you familiar with the We Have X at Home meme? Uh, vaguely. I think only through osmosis being around you all. I don't think I've seen it. <laughs> and you need to spend more time on the internet. Less time with your kids. <laughs> Good advice. Good advice. This is now a mental health advice podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, interesting things. I got, it's like a Dungeons and Dragons escape room game from Kara. Like a board game? or like Yeah, a- I think it's Bedlam and w- Neverwinter. That actually does sound cool. It does sound cool. We just need to pick a night and do it. Because I opened up the top, top of the box and it's like, don't open anything else. <laughs> like, there's no instructions to look at. Like, don't open up the rest of this until you play it. I'm like, all right. Does it say stop in big capitals? Yes. <laughs> Perfect. Carl also got me a comedy bang bang podcast, made a book with a lot of their different frequent guests writing little segments for it. That's fun. That's cool. I got another book, which is MCU, The Reign of Marvel Studios, which is a book I wanted to check out because one of the podcasts I listen to, uh, one of the hosts of that is an author. And then somebody else from another podcast that has been on that show that I really like too. So I was like, oh, I'll check it out. I don't think... I could possibly have enough knowledge about it to contribute to conversations like the rest of you do <laughs> during the podcast. But what was it called? MCU, the Reign of, the Reign of Marvel Studios. It came out like, I don't know, like three or four months ago or something. 
and yeah, I'll let you know whether I think it's something that would be up your alley or not. It could be just stuff that you're like, oh yeah, I've read articles about this, but it seems like they actually did some interviews with people. And oh wow, this looks like a real book. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It's not an Amazon published one. No, that's like literally. <laughs> that's what I was wondering. And yeah, no, it doesn't seem to be. It seems like a legit, like actual bound hardcover book. book. Yeah. Wow, a lot of stars. We're reading a lot about Ike Perlmutter. Ooh, just in time for us to uh, have moved past that era. I know. <laughs> well past that era, yep. <laughs> I'm catching up. I'm like, oh, this is what Adam was talking about. <laughs> yeah, it'll be good. It'll be good background for when you listen to them all. Right. <laughs> when you introduce them to your children. <laughs> Dad, do we have to listen to a podcast after watching Iron Man? <laughs> <laughs> For your own education. This is the good part. This is why we watch the movie. Dad, what's edging? You know what? Let's not listen to this. <laughs> and from Adam, I got the Weird According to Al by Nathan Rabin. Includes the new movie, I think. That's right. The, what does it say on it? The non cash grab movie tie in version. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. And The Thin Man on Blu-ray, which I have not seen. I'm excited to watch that? it. It's a, it's a movie from long, long ago. 30s, I'm trying to remember. And I know there was a series of them, wasn't there? Yes. This is the first one. Yes. <laughs> no, I got him the fourth one. <laughs> <laughs> that was my haul this year. It was pretty good. Yeah, that sounds fun. Thanks. It doesn't tell us what Celeste got. Oh, you don't. But, no. Okay. Oh, my goodness. Uh, how long you want to be here? <laughs> we had three Christmases. One away from the movie. <laughs> the holiday classic for Christmases that I think showed up on a list of like worst Christmas movies of all time that we were looking at. Oh. <laughs> That's how I was reminded that Santa Claus Conquers the Martians exists. Let's see. The coolest thing that Celeste got was from Grandma and Grandpa. She got a it's like a little circuit board like toy that you can set up different circuits with she is four which means that yeah we definitely did that together but we had some fun with it it's like you can do little circuits like oh it turns a motor that has a little uh, propeller on it and if you have the current going one way the propeller just blows air up and if you have it going the other way it pops off and flies up in the air or different like little components that make sound and stuff nice that sounds kind of neat it is uh and then like hundreds of other gifts it feels like (laughs) well good I'm glad she had a good Christmas. Oh, and she was really into the... Okay, I have to mention this. Are you familiar with the movie Wish that just came out, this Disney movie? Uh, I heard it's very bad. It's very bad. <laughs> I am not familiar with it. We watched it in the theater. Uh, like this I heard was before it's, Christmas. it's yeah. like nothing except like call-outs to different better movies. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so we got her some pajamas from that because she was really into the movie and she really wanted to watch it. Yeah, because she's four. Yeah, she's four. The only thing that she doesn't like about it is the villain, which is the only thing I like about the movie <laughs> is the villain <laughs> who's played by Chris Pine. And look up a picture of this guy. I, I'm Chris wondering. Pine? No, the villain who's <laughs> King Magnifico. Yeah, well, oh. look up a, a picture of Chris Pine coming out of the gym and what he wears. Look at that first. I was thinking first. of that. I was thinking of that. That, you know, real baller hours. Wait, you know about that, but not about the we have X at home? No, yeah, I don't. <laughs> Chris Pine. Wish Jim. <laughs> Wish Jim. <laughs> oh, what's going to come up? Damn, that dude is living his best life. <laughs> right? <laughs> but also, I feel like that's what I look like when I've left the gym many times. <laughs> My hair probably doesn't look that great, but. But along those lines, when I was watching the movie Wish and I saw the villain, whose name is King Magnifico, he was giving me very Adam Kopesky vibes. So people should look up a picture of it. And see if they see any of that, too. It might just be the eyes. Okay, fine. Kane Magnifico. Kane Mattress. (laughs) He's a handsome-looking guy, I can tell you that. It's a whole plot point. (laughs) Oh. I see what you're saying, yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, well. Kind of with some Doctor Strange thrown in there. Yeah, a little bit of that. You know, it is actually my temples that are going gray first, I've noticed. <laughs> it's sort yeah, of incredible. It's... Wait, really? You're, yeah. you're doing the Reed Richards? It seems to be happening slowly, yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm jealous. That is like, like I... the best possible way to go gray. 
Like I have a handful like up top and in the back, but like most of it seems to literally be concentrated at my temples. Yeah, it's kind of. <laughs> but this character is the only thing worthwhile about this movie. Sings probably the only good song in the movie, and my daughter refuses to listen to that one song. <laughs> she listens to the soundtrack because she doesn't like how mean he is. Well, that's fair. Yeah. All right, Doug, take it away. Okay, so I got uh, Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy Origin for PS4. For a minute, I thought you said Stranger Than Paradise, and I was like, you got a Jim Jarmusch film? (laughs) (laughs) That doesn't seem on brand. No, uh, I haven't played it yet, but uh, I think it's an action RPG, so (laughs) I don't know who Jim Jarmusch is, but I'm guessing it's a very different style. He's a Charlie director. I've, that's probably the best way to describe him. Okay. <laughs> is that about right, Charlie? Oh, uh, what have I watched? I've watched one of his movies. I can't remember what it is. Ghost of Coffee and Cigarettes? Was it Coffee and Cigarettes? <laughs> no, it wasn't. Broken Flowers? Yeah, that's the one. I think that's the oh, one. I've, I've at seen. least yeah. heard of Coffee and Cigarettes. Hmm. Anyway, uh, sorry. Anyway, <laughs> I got uh, Fantasy Star Online 2 Episode Oracle Parts 1 and 2 on Blu-ray. What's Not to be that? confused with Fantasy Star Online 2. It's an anime adaptation of Fantasy Star Online 2. Well, you said basically. it was an anime adaptation of someone playing Fantasy Star Online 2. <laughs> no, 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 no. That is what the Fantasy Star Online 2 anime is. Oh, <laughs> This one is the straight adaptation, which does not include any sort of stuff in our world. <laughs> yes, I know it's very confusing. Anyway, sure Charlie will draw something and paint for the blog that's like, you know, arrows and stuff to describe what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> I got uh, Blade Runner, the final cut, as part of the Best Buy Blu-ray closeout sale that they were having. Yeah, they seem to be having a fire sale. I got a lot of stuff I probably wouldn't have otherwise gotten, but the price was right. Yep, 10 bucks, and it included a 4K version as well, so... Oh, nice. Yeah, like, I opened it up, and there were, like, four discs, because it had a bunch of special features and stuff. I believe the making of documentary is three hours long, if I remember Oh, my goodness. Thoroughly enjoyable three hours, but longer than the movie. Wow. Uh, I got the Super Mario Brothers movie, which I had not seen before... And uh, I will just say that my dad found the VHS transfer that he had made of Super Mario Brothers, the 1990s movie. And I half watched that and I actually kind of liked it better than the new movie. Buy Doug Super Mario Brothers for his birthday. Got it. (laughs) (laughs) Do they have it on Blu-ray? I think they like a remaster. I think there's an Australian version that has like the work print cut that's like extra long or something. Oh, ooh. so, you know, you could have even more uh, from mom and dad. I got a like an oversized coffee mug and a box of hot chocolate mix and a bag of mini marshmallows. Nice. And the uh, the mug has a snowman on it and snowflakes. So it's it's nice and cute and very winter appropriate from uh, Adam. I got let me reach, turn in my chair and look at the shelf. Looks like Guardians of the Galaxy Epic Collection. So it was a fairly thick collection of the early Guardians of the Galaxy comics, which I was not even aware that it went back that far, like into like the 70s and stuff, because I had only really read it in the 90s. So that was pretty neat. Like they were actually decent stories and stuff too from brianne i got the uh latest season that is available on blu-ray of rick and morty i think this was like season six the the gift message said uh adventures of richard and the mortician Uh, i watched the first couple episodes with my mom in the room and she was like yeah don't don't watch any of that until i go to bed (laughs) don't watch any more with me please don't (laughs) sounds about right Oh yeah, Charlie! I wrote incredible uh, gift messages for you, and you were supposed oh, yeah. to read them. No, on the I have. Podcast. I have. All them. right, good, good, good. We'll get back to it. All right, circle. Um, okay, and uh, I got Doki Doki Literature Club Plus for PS4, which I have played most of this past week. 
I'm at like 97% completion. And I don't know if it counts as a Christmas thing because I didn't get it until a few days after Christmas, but uh, my GameStop rewards was uh, finally running out. And I was like, well, they don't do the magazine anymore. So I guess I just need to spend every last dollar of reward points I have. And so I ended up buying Armored Core 6, which is really good so far. But I will state that I had planned to switch off between DDLC and AC6. And I I did that for a day or two. And then I was just like, I can't stop playing Doki Doki. That's how I got. Nice. Uh, that's how I got to like ninety-seven percent completion in under a week. So you know, I think it was a similar pattern for me. <laughs> so I think that covers everything that I got. Nice. So thank you to Adam, Brianne, and my parents. You're welcome. All right, Charlie. What were those messages? Oh, for uh, the gift of the Blu-ray, The Thin Man. Adam wrote, "If you haven't seen this, is great. If you have seen it, you know it's great. Either way, Merry Christmas. Fun for the whole family. May not be fun for the whole family." From Adam and Brianne. And then for the book, it was, what better way to spend time ignoring your family this Christmas than via a hyper-specific deep dive? Sorry, kids. Daddy can't play right now. He has to listen to and read about Alapalooza right now from Adam and Brianne. So thank you very much. I always enjoy messages that come along. hey I was pretty proud. I was like, I feel good about these messages this year. They were good. Yeah. You got a good one, too. But we'll get to that. <laughs> yeah. So I got from... My mom, I got some very nice hats and gloves, which I was in desperate need of, which is uh, just in time for our blizzard here. So that's exciting. The blizzard's exciting? Well, yeah, bull. You know, ah. I'm, I'm happy to be well equipped finally for that. I also got, as is tradition, some uh, socks from Aislin, um, and and my brother. Fun socks or practical socks? They are fun socks. These ones say worst gift ever. Um, <laughs> and they've got a cute little uh, sock with a face on it that is frowning very sadly. <laughs> they're, they're, they're very funny. And I also got from Aislinn, of course, the original potty piano. Play a jingle while you tinkle. <laughs> it's, a, it's a little mat, you know, shaped like a toilet rug, you know, that you put around the base of your toilet and you can... Uh, Play the uh, keyboard while you uh, sit there. And, uh, you know, they got that for me because they know how much time I spend there. and figured I should do something productive. <laughs> <laughs> I also received two books. One is the, is a very nice book, uh, Hayao Miyazaki. It is, uh, it's like an art book, but also with some uh, essays and history in it. It's like, from the kind of in collaboration with the Academy Museum of Motion Pictures in Los Angeles that has a Miyazaki exhibit going on or just had one, some something along those lines, or it was one of the, it was like the first temporary exhibit at that museum. So I've had a lot of fun uh, going through these different uh, concept art drawings. Very cool. Have you seen The Boy and the Heron yet? I have not. Uh, I did. Yeah. I saw it uh, out in the theater, like, you know, one few weeks ago dub or sub i heard the dub was actually pretty good i mean they usually are but yeah i saw the uh i saw the sub um that was that was good i, I liked it a lot has celeste seen the boy in the heron yet <laughs> no i don't i don't know enough about it is it, it's not g i assume mm, i think it might be pg actually it's studio ghibli there's no studio ghibli movie that's inappropriate for a four-year-old wait a second or maybe it's just pg i i probably made up the 13 part because i was like it's not g and so i just like stepped it one up that was actually what is it oh it is pg 13 huh but you're right i would guess there are many that she has seen already but i don't know why that one struck me as maybe uh would be at least pg 13 yeah i know someone who took their young kids not not as young as celeste but you know young where i was like would they maybe be bored probably yeah Mm -hmm. but Apparently they liked it a lot. So, um, and then my uh, last gift is the mysteries, the Bill Watterson with John Cash. I don't know how to say his name. Um, the oh new, yeah, the, the first Bill yeah. Watterson thing in you know since the end of Calvin and Hobbes, basically. How is it? I really like it. It's it's got really uh, really interesting art. Really, I I definitely 
recommend picking it up or reading the whole thing in the store or you know. <laughs> <laughs> or doing both, you know. <laughs> what I heard was that there were a lot of like sort of meh reviews from people who got it initially, but I think it very much sounded like there were people who were just super excited for him to finally make something again and they were expecting it to be <laughs> the greatest thing they ever read. Yeah, I think if you kind of know what to expect, it's a good book. But uh, yeah, I can definitely see being way overhyped and then showing up to the store, you know, day one and being like, what? It's a collab, right? He only does the art, not the story. Let's see. I think they work together on the art. Oh, okay. Actually. So maybe it's a collab in both. Okay. Both senses. Because actually the the little jacket just says that uh, for the book's illustrations... Oh, so, okay. So I think Bill Watterson wrote the story. And then for the book's illustrations, Watterson and caricaturist John Cash worked together for several years in unusually close collaboration. Okay. So I was, it's got really interesting illustrations. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, definitely a good year. Got some good things. Um, Corrections to the podcast. Uh, Bill Watterson has done stuff in between those two things Calvin Hobbes and the Mysteries. Oh, okay. He did like two strips of pearls before swine. Oh, I think I knew that. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's done a few guests. He, he did that. There was some other guest panel he did somewhere. I thought. Yeah. Well, sounds like a good Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. All right. Well, for me, I had a I had a great Christmas filled with uh, love and affection. But you don't want to hear about that. You want to hear about the stuff. Yeah, I want the relatable <laughs> for- bits. GWR after dark. (laughs) (laughs) So my parents, uh, let's see, I got a bunch of uh, comic book collections. I got a Doctor Strange, a Hulk, a Speedball, which is a a character I think we talked about once in relation to the movie Civil War, and uh, Thunderbolts. These are all Marvel, which is the subject of an upcoming marvel movie that as far as i can tell has almost nothing to do with thunderbolts the comic strip so uh i think the movie is based on the one of the later iterations of thunderbolts so it is vaguely related to the comics it's just nothing to do with those characters that you're reading just not the one anyone wants to read yeah basically not yeah yeah. none of the characters you would actually find interesting yeah so i got those I got uh, a couple PS4 games. I got the new Star Trek adventure game called Star Trek Resurgence. And I got Tunic for PS4. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, I've been playing a bit of it. Um, It has real, you imported a game from Japan vibes and you don't know what you're doing. And only part of the instruction manual is in English. You can only kind of vaguely work out what's happening. Is that about right? Yes, but intentionally. Well, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> we should point out. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. I was hoping that that was just literally the case. <laughs> so I got those. I got the newest Glenn Phillips album of Toad the Wet Sprocket fame. Um, he put out a CD late 2022, I think, that I just hadn't picked up until this Christmas. And then, like, the big item from my parents was the complete series of Babylon 5 on Blu ray which is the remastered version in, well, remastered. I think it's been upscaled. Um, But it's in the proper broadcast aspect ratio of 4.3, which means the effects haven't all been zoomed in for long, complicated reasons I can get into later if we need more content. But yeah, so that was really cool. And then Jason King uh, was kind enough to get me the latest Pearls Before Swine uh, collection, like Treasury, I think they're called set of comic strips and the deluxe edition of Travis's the man who album that has like all the B sides and stuff. So that's cool. Doug got me the Delamitri album, fatal mistakes B sides. He did not intend to get me this. He tells me he tell, intended to get me the well, look, you, album. Can I, can fatal I tell mistakes. the story? Oh no, go ahead. Yeah. So you put on your list of stuff that you, know, that you were, would be good things to get you for Christmas. Delamitri Fatal Mistakes CD. So, you know, I go on to like the Barnes and Noble website and I'm like, Delamitri Fatal Mistakes. And so I, you know, it pulls up this result where it's like uh, B sides and outtakes. So I look at it and I'm like, hmm, well, 
I mean, if I were going to put out an album of B-sides and outtakes, I would definitely call it Fatal Mistakes. So this <laughs> yeah. must just be a collection of B-sides and outtakes. So, like, I had just the slightest thought, I'm not 100% sure, but there's no way you would call it Fatal Mistakes unless it was a collection of B-sides and outtakes. Like, you wouldn't just put out a, a B-sides and outtakes to go along with a normal album. That's crazy. So I went ahead and made the purchase and, uh, you know, had it shipped to Adam. I opened it up on Christmas and I went, oh, this is cool. I don't think this is what Doug meant to get me, but this is fine. I didn't have this. This is cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he got me that. And then he got me the Doctor Who 1967 serial, The Web of Fear animated special edition. Because one of the episodes is missing. So they, but they had the soundtrack, so they did animation to it. Um, I just watched that episode today, and whoo boy, was that rough! Yeah, he shared the animation, like a clip of it, and you look at it, and you're just like, this, this isn't how people work. Like humans don't move that way. Real PS2 cutscene vibes. I tell you what. <laughs> yeah, I guess they don't have a budget for those, but wow. <laughs> but I still appreciate it. Thank you, Doug. <laughs> you're welcome. Brianne got me uh, the next Pogo collection of comic strips, which is really cool. She also got me a book about the making of Majora's Mask, so I look forward to reading that. And she got me a board game called Cascadia, um, which is about like developing, I guess, a habitat for like various uh, animals in the Pacific Northwest and then populating it. It was actually really fun. We played it. I recommend Cascadia. And then... Brianne's mother lost her mind, as far as I can tell, and just spent way too much money on us. So thank you for that. But also, wow. So from her, I got the newest season of Strange New Worlds on Blu-ray. I got the remastered collection of the first set of Laurel and Hardy silent films. So that was really cool. I was actually super excited about that. She got me a set of John Pertwee Doctor Who stories on Blu-ray. She also paid way too much money for a copy of Indiana Jones 5 on Blu-ray. Like, <laughs> that one came separately, and it wasn't, like, a gift thing, so it had the receipt in there, and I looked at it, and I was like, you overpaid by, like, at least $20. <laughs> oh, no. Did it come with a gift receipt? You can return it and then buy it somewhere else. Ah, no. I think it was a technically like a region B like British copy, except it's a Disney Blu-ray and Disney Blu-rays are region free. So in practical terms, ah. it doesn't matter, but I suspect maybe that's why it was more expensive. And then Charlie got me a gift. That is a story in itself. <laughs> I didn't mean for it to be. Well, you needed content for the podcast. So I assume you conspired with no. the people at target <laughs> to provide multiple stories who are, who are always willing to, uh, Help you with a gag. Exactly. <laughs> he messages me earlier and basically says, I think he says, A, are you willing to own movies you can see on streaming? And I basically said, have you met me? Of course I am. <laughs> <laughs> he then asked if I was a 4K person yet. And I said, nope, just 1080p. And then he asked me if I was into erotic fiction because he had to hit a shipping threshold or something. <laughs> <laughs> and I asked if there were illustrations, and he said no. So I said no, 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 no thank you. Do you remember? Oh, do you remember why I was looking at erotic fiction? Because no, I was I don't. looking for boss baby things. <laughs> oh, I don't think you told me that. Sorry, what? The the I think name of the first uh, book that came up was like I'm having my boss's baby, <laughs> my rich boss's baby, or something <laughs> I like that. Realized that. <laughs> and then you I was down the rabbit hole just for the bit. <laughs> Here, I got you a boss baby thing. Says the gift receipt. I think there was another one. It's like I'm having my boss's Christmas baby or something. <laughs> yeah. So Charlie buys me a gift. So I don't know if I told Charlie this or not. I can't remember, but. Target actually ruined the surprise because oh, no, I didn't the, know that. Yeah. the back of the envelope that it was sent in has the gift receipt just pasted on it. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> so it says sent to Adam Gobeski, purchased by Charles Wallace. Description BD plus DG Dungeons and Dra. 
item number. <laughs> I'm sorry I didn't send you digital erotic fiction. Maybe next year. And then it's signed Adam, which I don't understand. <laughs> <but> oh. <laughs> so I was like, oh, okay, well, that's cool. Like, I'm, I'm into that. So not the digital erotic fiction. The, I mean, sure, that too. But you know what I'm saying? So, you know, open it Christmas morning. And I look at this and I open it up and I'm like, oh, this is really cool. This says 4K <laughs> Ultra HD. <laughs> and I was like, wait, I had a conversation with Charlie about this. Does he not know what 1080p is? Does he think that's 4K? That can't be right. And I went and looked at the back of the envelope and I was like, no, it clearly says on here, BD, someone at Target messed up. So I uh, messaged him. I was like, thanks for the gift. Unfortunately, Target has screwed up. And he went, I'm sorry to hear that. I'll take care of it. And so he did. And so I got the copy of the movie today, the Blu-ray copy. And I no longer really blame Target for this. Because if you have your phone by you, and then this will be on the blog post, this is what the f- the two look like side by side. <laughs> they did not go out wow. of their way to make the Blu-ray clear. Like, oh, maybe it's a blue band on top instead of a black band. Yeah, nope. usually, they, usually they do the blue band. Not That's in this crazy. case. Yeah. And if you look at them up from the side of the spine, which could very well be how they are in the warehouse. Like literally the only distinguishing is at the very bottom 4k logo versus the Blu-ray logo. But yeah, if you haven't seen it, it's probably, I think it's probably the most fun movie I watched last year. Whoa. It's very fun. I obviously have not seen it because it only arrived in the mail oh, today. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> okay. Well, the, and Adam gets to keep both copies here yeah. is what, which one is your preferred Chris Pine performance that or wish? Oh, that is uh, Dungeons Pine, of right? Dragons is bad. No, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so that was my Christmas, except Rianne got a big Christmas gift that I've been kind of trying to avoid being pulled into, but I think it's too late. And uh, she got a Nintendo Switch OLED Wee. version. OLED. Ooh. I don't know how you're supposed to pronounce this. So, yeah, I, si- I set up an account. Charlie still refuses to be friends with me, even though I've repeatedly right, said a, please a, be my friend. It's across the room. I'll do it right now on the show. Wait, across the room? Well, You're you not can just s- podcasting from next to the furnace? Well, that's where he games is by the furnace in <laughs> the basement. And you can send me the request. I can pick it up later. So, yeah, so I've been playing a bit of that, which is to say that I keep playing Animal Crossing because I can't help myself. And then in an effort to uh, face the new year with resolutions in mind i don't know i i got uh rain fit adventure for it the other day oh yeah that's that's fun yeah i played like the first two levels and it wasn't that much but i was like this is a workout i think i'm done for now yeah it it is actually like really hard i i feel like well i mean i guess it's as hard as you set the difficulty but well, i remember setting I set it something it where 17. i was like oh out of what <laughs> i have no idea because it just did the calibration where it was like you know, how old are you? Push this as hard as you can. Okay. Pull it as hard as you can. Okay. You're at 17. Uh, okay. I feel like that might be out of like 20. So it's going to be <laughs> really hard. <laughs> I did say I wanted an intense workout. So. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I definitely, last time I picked it up, I, I don't remember what I was, but I was uh, well below 10. <laughs> so, yeah, just because. I'm in a whole bunch of like shows and stuff that make it difficult for me to like make it to the gym and stuff. I was like, okay, well I can, you know, take 30 minutes and at home and do it. And then I did it today. I was like, okay, maybe I can do 15 minutes at home. (laughs) Wasn't quite that bad, but it was enough where I was like, I should stop at the, I should stop now and build up to this. And I've been playing Super Mario Odyssey on it as well, which is a lot of fun. Uh, I really enjoy that as well. It's a great, great game. So I still don't think I've gone back and gotten like every, you know, I don't think I've 100% in it. Every moon. Do yeah. That. yeah. Like it keeps going like, you should go to the next kingdom. I'm like, but I have like 50 moons still to find in this area. <laughs> right. Yeah. And I was like, fine, I'll move on. We can come back. I'm sure. Oh. It's like, yeah. What if you, what if it was like Mario 64, except like, you know, there were 10 times as many stars. <laughs> right. If there were that many stars per level. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, because Brienne, I forgot to say, the reason Brienne got a Switch is because she somehow discovered, I think, like, maybe through Facebook or something. She's basically started using Facebook like it's TikTok, but it, 
Like she just scrolls and watches the videos. But somehow she found out that Pikmin 4 existed. And she's a huge Pikmin fan. So she's like, I want to switch and I want Pikmin 4 and we have the money for it. And I was like, okay, I can do that. So I went and got her at a Best Buy, talked with Doug and Paul about like the best version to get and stuff. And yeah. So she's also been playing Pikmin 4 and been very happy. She says, uh, Ochi, the little dog pup or something, is very cute and makes the game more fun than earlier renditions. I would like to add one thing, which is that I did not consider erotic literature. Instead, in order to meet a uh, shipping, you know, free shipping uh, threshold, I got Brienne a, a single packet of peanut butter sandwich crackers, which she apparently enjoyed, so... I think there were four of the little sandwiches inside. <laughs> oh. I think it was literally like the snack pack version you would buy at like the cafeteria. <laughs> All right. Doug, any New Year's resolutions or goals or what have you? Wait, it's the new year. As far as this podcast is concerned. 2025, what do you got? Time is an illusion. Sorry, I've <laughs> I have not been paying too much attention to stuff that's going on. Why is that? It's because I was busy working on my dissertation proposal, both the written one and the oral presentation slash examination. I was like, okay, well, I'm not going to go home for Christmas until I finish this written proposal and send it to my committee, because I know that when I get home, I won't have enough time. Like, I just won't be able to focus on it like I need to. So I ended up finishing it. Uh, in sending it out just before 8 a.m. on Christmas Eve. Um, it took me, I don't know, like maybe 20 minutes to pile my stuff into the car. And I made it to uh, my parents' house in Michigan to uh, put up the tree by like like four and a half hours later. And I don't mean four and a half hours of driving. I mean four and a half hours later after I started, after I set out. So I I made very good time. How'd you make and it my, through Chicago? They're actually the part where you normally have like an hour or hour and a half where you're just sitting there stuck in traffic on the Dan Ryan just blazed right through it. It felt like I was in a time warp. Wow. So like instead of taking 90 minutes, it took like 10 minutes, something absurd like that. Yeah, that'll do it. Uh, my favorite part, though, was uh, I think when I was in Michigan and I was in the middle lane and going probably like 90, maybe 88, somewhere like there. And a Jeep Cherokee just breezed past me in the right lane. Because it it turns out that if you're on the roads traveling on Christmas Eve, you probably don't want to be doing that. And so you're trying to make it get over with as fast as possible. And everybody else doesn't want to do it either, so there's not a lot of traffic to deal with. And then so... Yesterday, I had the uh, oral examination, which I passed, and I am now a PhD candidate. Nice. Congrats. Thank you. Charlie? Consequently... You want claps, too? I think everyone should clap. I said congrats. Okay. Congrats and claps. I, I think you need to actually do the claps. Not just say claps. Claps, claps. I was. You could be giving the clap. Yeah, I don't want the clap from you, Charlie. Who knows what else? (laughs) It's not a very sarcastic, Charlie. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, my my brain has been pretty thoroughly fried for the last last month or two. Which, in fact, uh, we delayed recording this podcast until after my oral examination specifically so that I would be able to focus on that instead of the podcast. Yep. And Which, Kevin thank you very much, guys. Not being able to be here was just a side effect. Not an I, I thank him for his sacrifice. Since, I mean, it's not like we can go back in time and change it anyway. <laughs> so, you know, True. just very unfortunate. Hope he feels better. So in other news, thought I was taking a break from shows, and I somehow got cast in two. <laughs> Wait, what? Two? Yep, two people reached out and were like, hey, we need you to do this. And I was like, yeah, okay. We need you to, or we would like you to? Uh, one was need, one was like. <laughs> the need one is will be a, already happened by the time this goes out. Um, that is a, was a 
dinner theater murder mystery for Fountain Hills Theater, a fundraiser. Uh, playing a French guy with a really bad French accent because I do not speak French. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, if this comes out after, that means you can tell us who did it. <laughs> uh, it depends on what night you go. Oh, Ooh. okay. There's multiple endings. Yeah, it's like Clue. I think there actually are clues that we hand out. Well, in exchange for money. <laughs> they can buy us off. <laughs> if you want to say the end of the play, give us more money. <laughs> But I have to talk in an accent like this and be very French and uh, stereotypical. And that was so. Sometimes it becomes like Russian, and then you just talk like this, and who knows what happens? Yeah, I was just gonna say, what the heck is this? That's not French. <laughs> it's been rough. It's a fun time, but that accent has been real rough. Uh, what you could do is. Uh, I don't remember what the name of the movie. There's some movie that John Hamm was in where they were in some hotel. It was like purgatory. It was it was a really weird movie. But John Hamm came in and doing like this ridiculous like southern accent. And I'm like, I can't I can't deal with this. But like I think it's about forty five minutes in, it's revealed that like that's not his real accent. <laughs> he was just pretending to be somebody else. That's what you can do. At the end of the play, you're like, Oh, I wasn't really French the whole time and everyone would be like, Oh, <laughs> layers and then the other thing i'm doing is i am in the music man playing the role of anvil salesman charlie cowell hey i've played that role before in high school and that's partly why i took it because i was like i should keep this in the family (laughs) okay but are you going to commit to the bit and shave your head like i did uh i believe the answer to that is no less for me and more people i live with so brianne yes like I asked her, like, should I just shave my head? And she was like, well, you, it, it, no, no, we'll, we'll just get you a bald cap. No. <laughs> so, but yeah. So I guess, unlike up. me, uh, you did not have some sort of lifelong uh, uh, ambition of shaving your head to see what it looked like. Can't say that I have. Okay. So, um, did you get a stage kiss in this thing? Yeah. Wow, I don't oh, remember yeah. that. I think the only thing I remember is you revealing that you were bald, which in my head was like towards the end of the play. And then in the actual no, it's musical, the beginning. It's it's, near the yeah, beginning. it's like the first thing that happens. And I was like, oh, maybe I don't remember this as well as I thought I did. Yeah. So you got a stage kiss and you got to be punched. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Because I got to that part of the script and I was like, oh, OK. Oh, OK. I get to do all the action. Yeah. No, should be a good time. A great show. It's at Zeo Theater out in Gold Canyon. Look it up on your iPhones and Androids, kids. It's fun for the whole family. This brings up an interesting point, Adam. Are are you offer only now? <laughs> uh, no, I'm not offer only. But uh, <laughs> let me tell you what: uh, if you offer me stuff, I'm way more likely to do it. <laughs> Like they had auditions for Music Man. I was like, ah, I don't really feel like doing that. Ah, I'm not interested. And like did an audition, you know, and then got like a text from the director saying, hey, I need this role. Would you be willing to do it? And I was like, well, if you're asking me, yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> so are you taking a break after this one's done? Man, I don't know anymore. <laughs> Maybe I'm just going to be in musicals until I die. Musicals and plays. Because the last thing I did was a straight play. Shakespeare in Love was a was a play. I did have the best role on that. Just going to say it. So the worst costume, but the best role. What was the role? Ned Allen, the Ben Affleck role. But basically, he just got to be a bigger than life actor who was great and knew he was great. So I basically was like, I think I'm just going to play this as if I were Tom Baker, the actor from Doctor Who. <laughs> and that pretty much worked because the director was like, yeah, you're great. You got it. He's like, do you have any questions? I was like, no, this character is not a terribly nuanced character. He's like, yeah, there's not a lot of depth going on here, but you're doing great. So always nice to hear, you know, get a little ego stroking. That thing Charlie never does. No, I, I don't get that either. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's right. Your love language is compliments. He also refrains <laughs> from doing the opposite. It's like the gift giving and getting the same with compliments. <laughs> One way. <laughs> i like to receive things (laughs) gifts compliments love i don't like to give it out (laughs) 
really more of a love listener. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so any New Year's resolutions? Uh, just off the spot right now. Yeah. I would like to read more books this year than I did last year. Or How many did you read books. last year? Uh, not counting manga. Okay. Three. Seems like a tough goal, but I have <laughs> faith in you. So we'll see. I mean, and three was already more than I had probably finished the year before. So yeah. we're in a rebuilding decade. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Kara has a resolution to read 50 books this year. And I was like, well, I got three for Christmas. So <laughs> that's a pretty good goal <laughs> for me. I'm with you, Paul. <laughs> yeah. You know, if you can get through those. that's Man, I don't think I read a book last year. Like, I read, like, two chapters of a book, and that was about it. I definitely read a bunch of books, but they were mainly um, science fiction tie-ins, which is to say a lot of Star Trek and Doctor Who. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. I was like, those are the two, right? <laughs> I don't know how many uh, real books I read. <laughs> Maybe around five. <laughs> I did read all the Halo books last year. But, yeah. <laughs> I read all those uh, comic book collections. Those are in books. They're bound. I think my resolution this year is to finally, for sure, beat Ace Attorney Investigations. I keep somehow not doing it. So I'm declaring (laughs) on the podcast, I will do it this year. Which one is that? The first Miles Edgeworth one. Oh, okay. I'm on the last case, and I've been on the last case for like two years at this point. Because I keep doing this thing where I pick it up, I play a little bit, I'm like, all right, I'm in the groove, I'm going to get through this now. And then I just put it down for another like eight months. It's a me problem, so I'm resolving to fix it. I think that just about wraps it up for another edition of the Gobeski Wallace Report. My name is Charlie Wallace. And I'm Adam Gobeski, and we had uh, two overheated guests, I think. Uh, Doug Gobeski. Thank you for having me. Paul Wilcox. It was a pleasure, and you are, you're right about the overheated when it comes to chair time. You know how I am with chair time. <laughs> <laughs> just do the sniff test to find out. I don't have to do the sniff, uh, sniff test. <laughs> I've, sn- I've been sniff testing this whole time. <laughs> so if you enjoyed that episode of the Confesky Wallace Report, it doesn't have to stop there. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. Are, are we going to reveal the secrets? I'm ready if you are. I mean, I guess they can start by following us on Facebook. Or Twitter. Or just go to the old-fashioned internet to GobeskiWallaceReport.com. Search AOL keyword Gobeski Wallace Report. I think you can find us actually in the Yahoo directories if you click on entertainment, audio, uh, miscellaneous. Charlie, I sent you my friend code. Did you? inputted it. When did you do that? When I asked you to be my friend the first time. It, oh, also, I, all in caps says Charlie be my friend. No code, no code anywhere near that. Is this much yeah, earlier? It, it was Monday, December twenty fifth. It was Christmas. Oh, hmm. guess I must have been ignoring your texts on Christmas, <laughs> Charlie. Charlie <laughs> you, I just discovered that you retroactively ruined Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Also, don't forget that uh, somehow, by default, your gameplay history is visible to everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Brianne became friends with Paul, and it was just full of, like, trashy waifu games. (laughs) And I told Paul about it, and he was like, eh, I'm not friends with my niece. I'm sure it's fine. (laughs) (laughs) What do you guys use a Switch for? told people that at work and they were like but the big question is were you surprised by that (laughs) and i said i think i was more surprised that those games were available on the switch which is to say no i was not surprised i'm sorry paul it's all right i'll just remember to turn that off before i buy anything actually scandalous (laughs) (laughs) so if i I see that your history's gone private i know what's happened (laughs) it's even more incriminating What did he get that was so scandalous he couldn't let us know? (laughs) So, yeah, any New Year's resolutions? Wait, okay, going back to this friend code, you sent me a friend code, and that says it's for Brianne, right? Do you share a profile? Oh, is that Brianne's friend code? Yeah. Oh, well, then I guess I didn't send it to you. (laughs) All right. Well, then. (laughs) So just be my friend without knowing about it.
<laughs> oh no, it's in the group chat because Kevin's my friend. Yeah, it was December 29th. There it is. Oh, okay. But I guess it was in the group chat, which you never check. So, so maybe that's your New Year's resolution. What checking texts more often? Well, it got you to sing a song for a year. Oh, I Ooh. guess it did. Unless you want to break it right now. There. Friend request sent. <laughs>